is a country beyond that which is known to humankind. A stray country. A country that exists west of October. Whose borders are somewhere between midnight train whistles and the distant hell of a dog. A country that lies somewhere in the stitched and jittering static between radio stations. A country that drifts through America like a traveling salesman. But every now and then stops to nest on a small town. A small church. A single street. And maybe, just maybe, some kind of delayed radio broadcast you've stuffed in your ears. Chapter 38 Didn't that make them cousins? The sack sat, watched the keeper of trash stand in the fallout of Edison's best parlor trick, the light bulb swinging. Watched two boys huddle in the light spill. The sack sat, said nothing, flickering in the canned junior high school breeze, fluttering in the currents, flitting in the playhouse air piped through the building to convince kids school was safe and good, not much different from a playground really, had the summer breeze to prove it. But kids couldn't be fooled by that kind of crap. And now the sack used the governmental bullshit breeze to mock the sounds of a struck match. To echo the fuzz of radios. The sack sat. Drifting. Cracking plastic sack knuckles on a breeze only bullies liked. Because only bullies loved that correlated canned air. Only bullies snorted it first day of school and got half chubbed in their pants. Only the kids that ate the meekness of other kids smiled at that scent. Only kids that made phantasmagorical puppet plays out of their fists lit a nostril. Only the kids that boba pounded to the beat of beatdowns got sauced on the smell. But for all the other kids that picked and pushed and smacked and kicked the lunch money stolen, the scared and those born too kind to crack a knuckle smelled that tin air and trembled because it was the anthem scent of the cruel percent. The sack set. Getting high on the heroin of hallways. The sleeping highways of heavy-handed hell-raising boys. The sack sat. Drifting plastic in the hall. Stealing moonlight and using it wrong. Like someone tearing out Bible pages for papers to smoke their grass. The janitor slung air through his cigarette. It was not lit. The boys tried to drink up all the light they could, but the stars were being sons of bitches. The moon, a cocksucker. Only the incandescent bulb swinging light on them soaked their bones gold, or tried to anyways, and less and less the boys felt warmed by the bulb. More and more they felt something in the light. 
Something what? Something not, something gone, something not there. More and more the swinging of light felt like, like bourbon barrels aged at sea, using the sloshing of the ocean to fast-track the aging process, but leaving a hint of salt in the tongue. More and more, looking at the sack just sitting there down the hall, the light from the one strung-up bulb felt less like the sun, less like the sun, more like Chicago burning. Less like arson loose in the windy city, and more like a bonfire. Then less like a bonfire, more like a torch. Less like a torch, more like a candle, less like a candle, more like a struck match, less like a live match, more like a burnt match. But why? Why, when the thrashing storm of fried filament rodeoed on, why feel less light? Less warmth. Because, as the sack sat there mocking still life portraits, mocking old family photographs and static memories, flickering like a wet oil painting, it was telling some kind of messed up truth. Something like an older sibling spouting off about adoption. Different blood, thrown away babies, scooped from the dumpster darlings, second choice children. Yes, the sack flickering in the tin city air was smoking something from the same brand of mean-spirited, truth-telling tobacco. Something about that light bulb being a kind of cousin, really. Something with the same time signature pulse. A close encounter blood. Yes, an American cousin, maybe not bred or born in the same city or county or state, but the same country, yes, and isn't that just down the road? Ever since Eisenhower sewed the states together with interstitial thread, the way the sack played the gridlock air with the leaky jitterbug bulb, the way it picked up the light like a bug in a bell jar, made the light bulb feel... Like a very cold, dead thing. Like something made in a factory. And after all, wasn't that where the plastic sack was made? Didn't that make them cousins? The sack sat there, flickering in the breeze of empty halls. Like the sound of bowling knuckles cracking. A punch and Judy puppet play. Minus Judy. Minus puppets. The janitor rolled his cigarette in his mouth. Jack had seen it done by Clint Eastwood. The janitor's hand tensed on his mop. Time to go. The janitor said through teeth and cigarette. The mixture grated up his already film-grained voice. Go where? Billy asked. When had he and Jack left the well-lit room? Sometime very recently. Anywhere, said the janitor. No, he corrected himself, rolled his cigarette with his lip like this was a western. His butterfly hand fiddling the mop handle like it was a revolver. Home. But where? The janitor pointed behind him. I'll follow you, boys. 
and the boys walked. As his janitor watched the sack, watched so it couldn't move, like a spider found in your house, what must be watched, while wives retrieve shoes for husbands, must be eyed down, while tissues are airlifted in, because as anyone's bones will tell them, spiders are the worst kind of dimensional walkers, but can only open doors to space-time when no one is looking. Real magicians that'll die to keep the act secret, and so spiders in houses must be watched unblinkingly before they rip a door to the nowhere dimension and disappear forever. So the janitor watched the plastic sack just like a spider, and the boys got a head start down the hallway. And once they rounded the corner, the janitor followed dragging the mop behind them like a desperate prayer made of string to blur, deface, erase their tracks and trails so this piece of nothing fabric sheared from radio static couldn't follow. He hoped. No. He prayed.